Hello and welcome to episode 164 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's a repost of our eighth episode from 2018, Savannah in the Summer. Hello, if you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And the intro to this episode was to have been recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Lake Park, Georgia. However, try as I might without an actual legitimate microphone with me, there was no way with my limited editing skills and audacity to get three minutes of decent sounding audio. So we decided to hold off and record this back at the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo. And over the past seven days, I have been traveling, and that travel included stops at at least four different hotels along the way. Always a treat to unpack and then repack every few days. But the past week's travel was a mix of business and leisure. So look for an episode in the coming weeks with the CEO of Chateau Relaxo that will cover our 2022 Spring Break World Domination Tour, as well as a, her look back on the past two years and how travel has affected her. And since this episode drops on a Wednesday, which is next to the last day of the month, it makes it a bit tough to completely appreciate the March crazy travel roundup. So we'll push that episode back a week. And then since summer travel is fast approaching, we decided to repost the Savannah in the summer just to get everybody into that summer travel mood. And like I said, this episode originally dropped in June of 2018, and since that time, I've made at least 10 more trips back to Savannah, probably an even split between business and leisure. For us, Savannah is an easy trip, less than four and a half hours from Chateau Relaxo, including a stop or two at Bucky's. Can't miss out on that pulled pork or the beef jerky. But you can easily dedicate each trip to Savannah with a single theme. And we've oftentimes done just that. There's the historical theme, the ghost tour theme, the food theme, the antique store tour theme, and so on and so on. But also Savannah is a great base camp as it's less than two hours from Charleston. If you're a golfer, Hilton Head is less than an hour away. And if you want to go bask in the surf, Tybee Island is about 30 minutes east of the city. Call it what you want. Summer travel, summer vacation, or your summer road trip is just two months away. So begin making your plans now. And if you're in the southeast part of the United States, consider visiting Savannah, Georgia. Without any more delay, it's episode eight, Savannah in the Summer. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the eighth episode of the Back Again and Gone podcast being recorded in the beautiful, hot, and muggy Doubletree, Dallas, Texas. Today's show, there's only one subject, Savannah in the summertime. Now, summer vacation is fast approaching, and Savannah is that perfect destination. Be prepared. It's going to be hot. It's in the southeast, and it's going to be muggy. So stay hydrated. Now, for me, I love Savannah. I end up there several times each year on business, and every 18 months or so, the family and I go there for a vacation of some sort. Now, if you've never been to Savannah, it's a great family vacation. Just don't set the expectations on there being a ton of amusement parks with rides. It's just that's not what that town is built on. From Orlando, it's an easy four to five hour drive. From Atlanta, it's about the same. If you're flying into Savannah, that's another story. Plan on making a connection somewhere along the way. 
Now, for business travel, I have a couple of go-to hotels. First, there's a Savannah Marriott Riverfront, and then another Doubletree in the Savannah Historic District. Both of these hotels are on opposite ends of Bay Street. Now, if you've never been to Savannah, there are three main drags through the town. There's River Street, Bay Street, and Bryan Street. And between those street, three streets, most of your touristy eat, drink, buy stuff needs are going to be off of one of those three streets. Now, for leisure or vacation, there's only one stop for me, and that's the mansion on Forsyth Park. This is a Marriott property and part of their Kessler collection, easily classified as a boutique hotel. Uh, but yet it offers a lot more. I was married there in their marble garden, and their reception was held in the attached 700 Drayton Club, which hands down best Chilean sea bass I've ever tasted. If you've got small kids, this may not be the place. There's a lack of an Olympic-sized swimming pool. Um, you know, there's just not a lot of stuff for the kids to do. But for the adults, they've got a great cooking class. Um, you're located right across the street from Forsyth Park, which is where all the fountains are um, and where a lot of the uh, St. Patrick's Day festivities take place. Once you're settled into the hotel, it's time to decide what to do, right? Uh, one of the go-to things, especially your first time there, is consider taking the Old Town Trolley. You know, these are those kind of wooden, green and orange painted trolleys that you see in most of the uh, larger cities. But I think the tour is 30 bucks. you know, for all day. I think they offer a two-day ticket as well, but you can jump on and off throughout the day or the two days, whatever you decide. You know, we've taken this tour several times over the years, and it's interesting because each driver has their own perspective of the city, so you're always learning something new. Of course, Savannah is a great ghost town tour, um, and there's no shortage of those. Uh, make sure you take one at night, but they've got tours that walk to the graveyards. They've got tours in the back of cut-up hearses. They've got tours, ghost tours, and double-decker buses. I mean, there is no, no shortage of... Uh, of vehicles to get you around the city at nighttime. Uh, the Macy Heritage City is kind of neat. They actually have a 3D rendering of all the squares um, so you can understand the scale and proportion of what Savannah's built on. And one of my favorites is the Telfair Museum. I think, again, it's like 20 bucks to get in there, but you get a good history of the city um, and especially the, the part that Telfair has played in the development of Savannah. Now, if you spend any time following the blog or listening to any of my podcasts, you know that I'm a foodie, and Savannah is a town to be reckoned with when it comes to food. You know, one of my favorite places to go, and I always find time to get there, is the Moon River Brewing Company. I mean, it's a, it's a local brewery. They've got a, uh, a beer garden outside, but there is something about walking into that air-conditioned building after going down through the city and having a cold, home-brewed IPA. And the food's actually not bad either, so it's not just a drinking stop, but it's a it's a good place to kind of fill your belly as you go. My other stop, even if we're doing takeout, is Vinnie Van Gogo's Pizza. Prepare to wait. There is limited seating. There's always a line, and they are cash only. Now, they do offer an ATM in the back of the, uh, the restaurant, but it is strictly a cash business. So for those of you like me that packs nothing but plastic... Uh, make sure you got an extra 20 or 30 bucks shoved in your pocket. And one of my favorite places for, for dinner is the Crystal Beer Parlor. And it's a little walk off the main drags of Savannah. But this is a throwback bar to the days of yesteryear. I mean, they've got a, uh, a list of beers your father drank. You know, the, the Slits and the Old Style and the Mickey's Malt Liquor and all these beers that 
you know, growing up, my dad would, would open up an old slits and go cut the grass in his khakis and white t-shirt. And it really just floods the memory banks. And they've got great food there. Everything from their meatloaf sandwiches to their burgers uh, and even some of their choice cuts of meat. This past summer, one of the things that my wife and I did when we visited Savannah was we took a basically a, a photo tour. Here's a tip. <laughs> Make sure you have a tripod, uh, a lesson that we learned about four to five hours into our adventure and overnighted a Amazon Prime uh, tripod to the hotel. But there's no shortage of places to take pictures. Like I mentioned earlier, Forsyth Square has all the statues and all the fountains that you see in all the magazines. Bonaventure Cemetery is just packed full of uh, lots of cool vegetation and these aging kind of dilapidated tombstones as well as the cobblestone bricks that surround the cemetery. I mean, those all make great shots. Uh, There's 22 squares in in Savannah and each square, you know, has a fountain or a statue of some sort in it. That's, uh, if you've ever heard of the, uh, the term, don't let the bed bugs bite, apparently during the Civil War, the soldiers took the Spanish moss out of the trees and stuffed their pillowcases with it, trying to make some sort of a comfort. And Apparently the bed bugs were inside that moss, and that's where that term supposedly came from. And it's what's really interesting is that one of the squares, as legend has it, uh, Jackson Square contains no Spanish moss whatsoever. Again, I didn't spend a lot of time looking up in the trees at Jackson Square, but we've heard that on numerous occasions in our travels uh, and visits throughout the city. Now, one of the things I said, we took a photo tour, and we actually spent some time one evening with a... Uh, a company called Capturing Savannah, and we spent the evening with Pablo, met him in one of the squares, and really took us on a great nighttime photo tour uh, and taught us a lot. I mean, we've always used our, our DSLR camera on auto, which I think most everybody does, but actually spent time with us and showed us how to take some of these long exposure shots. It just so happens that uh, down the street from where we were, there was a fire truck emergency or fire trucks running down the street and and we all go hustling behind the fire trucks and set up our tripods and just caught some fascinating shots of the the red hazard lights uh, from the fire trucks bouncing off the uh, the sides of the building and so I'll actually put a link Pablo and Britt's company uh, it was great I mean we left with literature uh, as well as about four or five hours worth of photographs Now, when it comes to shopping, Savannah has no shortage of local artisans and craftsmen and stuff that you find in the Oriental Trading Company being sold. Uh, But we love visiting the River Street Marketplace. There's probably 40 or 50 different booths along the river of just all kinds of neat and interesting. You know, some of them are are local crafts and some of them we have seen other places like Charleston and Hilton Head and, and, and destinations like that. There's a great place down off of, I think it's uh, Bay Street, Bay Street or Ryan Street, or Bryan Street, uh, where the horses um, for the carriage rides kind of station themselves. But that's where City Market is. And again, Vinnie Van Gogh's is over there, but there's lots of interesting boutique type stores along there. But my favorite this last trip was the A.T. Hunt Art Gallery. Again, local artisans um, displaying their works. And I think we left with a couple stained glass and copper pieces, as well as a, I think I bought a custom pen. 
and some just really interesting, very small uh, 4x8 original oil paintings that are hanging in the house. So again, no shortage of shopping if you plan to hang out or spend any time in Savannah. Now before we wrap up, just a few more interesting Savannah facts, and, and I'll put a few more of these down in the show notes as well, but uh, Savannah is actually has one of the only McDonald's with a walk-up through, walk-up window, not a drive through but I guess a walk-up window over on the side street. They also have no open container laws, uh, which can make for some great day drinking, but just remember at some point you're going to have to walk back to your hotel. It also hosted the sailing competition during the 1996 uh, Summer Olympics, and there's a couple statues throughout the city that proudly proclaims that. And, of course, if you didn't know, parts of Forrest Gump were filmed there. There you have it. Savannah in the summer. A great place to spend the week or even the weekend. Thanks for listening and safe travels.